0: Why, why do draft analysts hate Justin Fields? Mm. I don't know where this came from.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, no, we did that show yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. You have your specialty bump music as well. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN three. Joe Rigotti uh, is making sure that we're staying on the air, making sure that uh, we are pushing through, handling board duties today. What, so why aren't much you there? It's so
1: much smoother now.
0: He's so much better than you.
1: How is that be? Do you hear how good right. this show is now that I'm not looking. I don't. I'm trying to talk. And I have to stare at the blinking lights, and I'm scared. Are we on the air? Are we not on the air? Is someone calling? I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Like, I I want to credit you for uh, delegating responsibility like a good leader should, but I almost feel like by you delegating responsibility, you found someone who does your job so much
1: better. That's the plan. I was waiting to find. I made sure Joe does high school hysteria, which you can hear right here on ESPN 106.3 with me at 6 o'clock on Fridays. Um, he does such a good job. Don't roll your eyes at my hysteria plug. He does such a good job on Fridays running the board that I thought I'd bring him here so then maybe Stephanie Prince and the powers that be are like, you know what? You need to have him run the board during Ken's show and then I can just leave the show and never be on radio again. Coquel cannot be trusted.
0: It's what I was saying earlier. This
1: has all been a diabolical plan from the beginning. <laughs> We're in phase two right
0: oh, now. Oh, man. Ken Lavica alive featuring Coquel is a podcast uh, just minutes, mere minutes, after our show concludes live here on ESPN 106.3, 1 o'clock. Go ahead and get it wherever your podcasts are found. Subscribe it, rate it, listen to it. Love it and caress it. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Podcast. Again, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Justin Fields has become one of the most mysterious, if not the most mysterious player now in the draft. Just watching ESPN right now, he is now projected to be the 10th pick
1: potentially to the
0: Patriots.
1: Is this ESPN guys doing the normal, let's get could the be, Patriots could guy, be. or is it ESPN guys, let's do the normal, let's... Trash a black quarterback.
0: Or is it the typical ESPN give us clicks, 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 clicks type of thing? It can be all three. There, like I, I think too. it can be all three. Um, but I want to rewind back to the college football playoff. Can
1: we rewind even further before you do that? Sure. Like I don't think people realize that coming out of high school, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were 1 and 1A. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the type of prospect he was. This isn't someone who blew up on the scene late. Right. Like It was these two are both can't-miss guys. Um And uh,
0: also, just for context, and because I want to brag a little bit, I called Justin Fields' first-ever game at Ohio State. So uh, just
1: a little bit of clout that
0: I'm going to put out what there. That's was, right. What Kim year we'll was that? Up. How many years ago? Uh, that was uh, the start of the 2019 season. That was two years.
1: I don't think anybody heard it. <laughs> uh, if it was 18-odd, uh, I think yeah, people yeah, probably I, heard I, it, I know what you're doing. The last I, two years, I, I don't think anyone doing. heard the broadcast.
0: But... um. So this college football playoff, when Justin Fields absolutely rips apart Clemson, okay? Uh, I mean, especially a guy who got blown up, got hit in the ribs. I thought he was done. I thought he got he took a kidney shot. He couldn't walk straight. I, on Twitter, at, KLV, uh, at KLV1063, said, get him out of the game. Uh, he can't go back in. He took the equivalent of a boxing kidney shot. He's done comes back in and proceeds to rip apart Clemson. I mean, just surgically annihilate them. And after the game, Coquel, what did we hear from pundits, from sports talk radio hosts like ourselves? He's the number two pick. He's quarterback two. Just some, some went as far to say, is there a discussion about what Jacksonville should do at number one after what Justin Fields did to Clemson? It was that good. It was that incredible. I mean, he was jaw dropping. It was really the story of the college football playoff. Justin Fields' performance—he
1: was awesome that game. I on Twitter at Real Coach K for plugging our twitters um, posted a picture of him in a Jets uniform that day because <laughs> I was excited. Uh, and then we get all the way to March.
0: Okay, this is March thirty-first on the Pat McAfee Show. This is the now infamous Dan Orlovsky. Uh, him, him conveying criticisms that he's heard of Justin Fields.
2: Why Justin Fields? Why is he falling this and that? And I can just share. These are not my opinions. These are the things that have shared been shared with me. Okay. Smart. Um. One, I have heard that he is a last guy in, first guy out type of quarterback. Like not oh. the maniacal work ethic. Oh. I've oh. even heard it compared to Justin Herbert, where it was like, dude, when Justin Herbert showed up, it was like a psychopath when it came to working to get ready for the draft or, or even at school. Like, give me more. I want to work nonstop. And I've heard that there are some questions with Justin Fields' work ethic, okay? And then the second thing is hmm. like um, how how, like, how do I phrase this the right way? Like, how, where is his desire to go be a great quarterback? Yeah, um, I whoa, think that whoa, there's a desire whoa, to be whoa. A big time athlete um, from what is expressed to me, where is his desire to go be a great quarterback? And to be great, you got to be willing to find the things that you're not, not good at and just freaking grind on them. Who's telling you this stuff? Pretty high yeah. up people, yeah? Yeah, people that are going to be at least um, uh, associated with decision making.
0: Yeah. Uh, man, there are so much. A football buzzword in that where's his passion for the game where's his desire to be great like football analysis is so funny because it it tries to make everything seem so much more serious than it actually is guys it's football come on uh but then it's not over yet and by the way that Dan Orlovsky criticism drew criticism from Kirk Street to a point where ESPN had to step in and say hey guys stop it let's not rip one another Um, so it got serious. Yeah, they don't like ESPN on ESPN. No, ESPN on ESPN crime is not well-received in ESPN circles. Bristol does not like that at all. Then there's Chris Mortensen yesterday on NFL Live, and he levied the following concern about Justin Fields.
2: delivery why people don't realize Mm -hmm. justin fields was a big time high school baseball player he was invited to the perfect game showcase as at harrison high school in metro atlanta where the top baseball players are are, are showcased for major league scouts he also was getting ready to play baseball at ohio state last year so he was actually going between two sports getting ready and then the pandemic are they are are they not those type of things might have messed with his mechanics just a little
0: bit, but it's no different. To so, so Justin Fields' mechanics are off because he he played baseball. I don't think it works like that. That seems downright silly. It seems like a cop out, and it almost sort of seems like there are. Uh, different people in different front offices in the NFL that are leaking criticisms in order, and I don't know if this is the case, but in order for him to fall to where they have an actual shot at Justin Fields. And
1: caught in the crosshairs of all of this, unfortunately, is Justin Fields. I don't get it. I just don't get how someone's mechanics and his pedigree can be praised for so long, and now we're going to pretend this offseason stuff has so much value when he hasn't played a game since the college football playoffs, I don't. He hasn't done anything but look great in his right, workout.
0: Right, he he's looked great in his workout. More importantly, he's looked great in damn games. Uh, I mean, this year, I know that there was some concern about his accuracy he had when he games. was two he, bad games. He had two bad games, exactly. But in the games that Ohio State really needed, including the one against Indiana late, he showed up. And I know that there was some some concern about his accuracy in the pocket, his ability to want to stay in the pocket and throw. But guess who had those similar concerns? Kyler Murray, who also played baseball and also had the following things said about him before his NFL draft when he was coming out of Oklahoma. I want you to to listen to me read Charlie Casserly's quotes, okay? He was on 106.7 The Fan prior to to the 2019 NFL Draft, and he said the following about Kyler Murray. The interviews, I talked to multiple teams, and it wasn't very good. I'm not going to give you details because that's confidential, but the board work where you test the guy in his football IQ, his knowledge of his scheme, potential of things he's seen in the NFL, not very good. He's instinctive, he's reactive, but you can call it street football. He's good at it, but the tape is good, but a lot of things are issues on the tape. He went on to say, you question his... Leadership ability. You question his work ethic. Those are things that came out of the interviews. Multiple people. I mean, it just wasn't one team. So to me, Kyler Murray failed the interview. Work ethic. Work ethic, I want everybody to know and understand this, and I know football meatheads are going to fight me tooth and nail on this, but work ethic is not a tangible thing. Okay? Can you play the position? Can you play the game or can you not? How long you stay in the film room, how long you stay in the building, that is not an indication of work ethic because there's a such thing as fake hustle. And there are a lot of people who stay longer than they have to at their place of employment. This includes the
1: NFL because they wanted to make it seem like they're doing something when in reality they're not doing bleep. Well, look at Bruce Arians. We're going to use him as an example, okay? He said when he got the job, he told his entire staff, if I hear you miss a Little League game, a dance recital, you're out. You're done. Yep. We will not be meeting all these crazy hours. You will have dinner with your family a couple nights a week. And guess what happened with the Bucs? Because their players were better, they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when it comes to these guys where it's like you want to give credit to these guys who, again, look like they're grinders or they have a certain look. And then the guys who happen to look smooth to evaluators, all of a sudden, they're not trying as hard.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just, and it's also who you grew up around and how you evaluate people's mannerisms. That matters a ton in these evaluations. That's why I hate when guys like, and I like Orlovsky a lot. If you follow my Twitter, I usually praise. Yeah, pray. I have no problem I with Orlovsky. I hate praising him all the time. But I hate the, I heard from other guys. Because we don't know what those other guys yeah, are really it, all about and it, what the, the reasoning is.
0: Exactly. It's so cheap. It's so look at me. It's so give me a click. Um, it's so, I just made some content. Uh, and for, for me, when you look at Justin Fields, I'm having a hard time rationalizing how early January, after on the field, he ripped up Dabo Swinney's Clemson defense, and we were declaring number two pick, or is he going to threaten Trevor Lawrence for the number one overall pick? Because he, he vastly outplayed who's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft, to suddenly, by mid-April, he's, according today to ESPN mock drafts, number 10 overall in the fifth pick in the draft, in the fifth quarterback in the draft. How does that happen? How does that happen? And it's because it's all been unnamed sources diminishing him, knocking him down because of work ethic and apparently his baseball career.
1: I love the Boca Bowl. Can I get that out there? Like, mm-hmm. I love it. Roofclaim.com. Roofclaim.com. Boca Raton That's right. It's my favorite football game of the year. But you're gonna tell me if Justin Fields was on that field, he wouldn't have dominated as well as Zach. Will- like he might have yeah. dominated through the air and then ran for four touchdowns mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. it would have been a completely different. Let's just put it this situation.
0: way: UCF's defense wasn't exactly what Justin Fields went up against in Clemson.
1: Yeah, like come
0: on. You know, uh, like I, I just let's go. Uh, let's before we uh, we get to a a Dolphins aspect here, because uh, you know, Char- uh Chris Mortensen. Not, not on board with him today. Dan Orlovsky, not on board with him today. But, damn it, I'm on board with Mel Kuyper. tell you why in just a second. Uh, so, uh, full disclosure, Joe Rigotti could not understand your name uh, at all. So, who am I talking to?
2: Buck, B-U-C-K.
0: Okay, correct.
2: Okay, what do you got? Yeah, I, I just wanted to you know that apparently there's a, uh, a Pittsburgh attorney is uh, seeking assault charges against uh, Aaron Donald on behalf of a client
0: i uh, i was not aware of that and it
2: just, it just popped up on ESPN.
0: gotcha uh like what sort of uh like what assault are we talking here uh, there uh, we go it just,
2: assault, he saw uh uh about the uh, pittsburgh post that said something about donald assaulted uh this uh, uh attorney's uh client gotcha i see
0: it now kdka in pittsburgh and i'm reading directly from this a pittsburgh attorney says he and his client are filing assault charges against la rams defensive tackle aaron donald attorney todd hollis provided a picture to kdka of a man who appeared to have a swollen eye and cuts on his face said he would be pressing charges against the nfl star Uh, it is alleged to have happened between 3 and 4 a.m. at an after-hours club, April 10th and 11th on the city's south side. I appreciate the heads up. I I appreciate that. Um, In light of what we've seen with uh, what Deshaun Watson is going through, like this, if it happened, Aaron Donald, or uh, what ramifications are going to be, I can't imagine that this is even a blip
1: on the the radar, right? Nothing good happens at 3 a.m. Go home. No, never. Go home. Never. That's it. That's the advice. But Go
0: home. My my inclination immediately to see in this story is that this is probably not going to gain a whole lot of traction. And uh, how terrifying must it be if Aaron Donald <laughs> is angry with you at 3 a.m. and uh, <laughs>
1: 3 a.m. in a club? Aaron Donald's mad at me, and I walked away with a busted eye. That's a win.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a win. Yeah, man. Yeah, not trying to make light of it, but I am. Boy, is that a great point, uh Mel kuyper his latest mock draft. And I hate mock drafts unless they tell me something I like. And, man, do I like this. He's Kokel. I'm Ken Levesque. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.